This is Lords of Order, a Dr. Fate fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. Feedback can be sent to the Dr. Fate podcast at gmail.com. Comments left on Facebook and Google Plus at Lords of Order. The website is located at bigtimenoise.com slash Dr. Fate. If you're into Twitter, you can tweet the show at Teal, T-E-A-L Productions, and I'll get it. And on Pinterest, under Teal Productions, I have a Lords of Order board where I have been checking out and posting Dr. Fate fan and uh, professional creator art. So you can find all of that on Pinterest under Teal Productions, and the name of the board is Lords of Order. Our subject for this episode is Earth 2, Issue 16. That's the New 52 Earth 2, the most recent book out that could possibly have Dr. Fate in it. And uh, by and large, I'm kind of disappointed by the amount of Dr. Fate, but it is what it is. This is written by James Robinson, penciled by Nicola Scott, inked by Trevor Scott, colored by Peter Patesis, and lettered by Desi Sienti. Now, this will turn out to be the last James Robinson written issue. Uh, I indicated last episode that I thought this was the last Nicholas Scott drawn issue, but it is not. Uh, I did look at 17 at least and, and see that Nicola is still on the title uh, then. So, we have the World Army attacking, um, yeah, his name escaped me, Steppenwolf. And we've seen that in one quick sortie, the World Army's supers, with a small contingent of soldiers, along with the some of the world's supers, namely Flash, Dr. Fate, and Green Lantern. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm calling them supers. They call them wonders on, on here. I'm sorry. Were defeated by Steppenwolf's agents Brutal, Beguiler, and Bedlam. Uh, now, Brutal, we find a little bit more about this issue. So the World Army has uh, achieved Durain and is officially attacking the country, uh, more importantly attacking Steppenwolf. We have Steppenwolf initially as, well, there, there's a couple narrators. We have the general narrator who says the World Army's invasion of Durain began at 10.17 a.m. Now, we have Steppenwolf also narrating a section, whereas he is explaining things from, from his point of view. We find that the battle versus the, the... Basically, the army versus Steppenwolf is over within 60 minutes, it says. Uh, thousands upon thousands of soldiers killed just by Steppenwolf, or so we think. But we also find out that Beguiler, Bedlam, and Brutal are also there doing their part. So those four uh, have taken out the uh, technologically uh, advanced world's army. Uh, they should have the best technology in the world at their disposal, and they're not able to defeat these four creatures. Um, Brutal is pretty much taking care of the air forces. He's taking out the command ships, and when he finally zooms in on the final command ship that has Amir Khan in it, he is the supreme leader of this particular invasion force. He takes out the ship, but not before Mr. Terrific and 
Khan are able to escape. Now, this Mr. Terrific is the Mr. Terrific from our regular world. And also, I, I failed to comment earlier that back when the Apocalyptean invasion was defeated, when Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman were killed, that Supergirl and Robin were shunted to our world. And I think subsequently during their adventures, Mr. Terrific from our world has been shunted to their world, Earth 2. So Khan and Mr. Terrific are evaluating um, hundreds of thousands dead soldiers of the World Army, so many men and women from so many nations. Now we have a narrator who is embedded actually recording this. And will that's who's narrating, but we won't see them until later on in the story. We cut back to the defeated wonders as they're all starting to revive, and they themselves are beginning to uh, let me rephrase they themselves are curious as to why, when they were at the mercy of these agents of Steppenwolf, they were left alive. Nobody has any answers, of course. As they're gathering themselves, they get a radio call, or uh, Wesley Dodds actually gets the radio call from Amir Khan that they have new orders to evacuate everyone from that forward attack position that they can to try to save as many people as they can now that they uh, are defeated and are admitting defeat. So the wonders transport. Right before we see the reporter and the cameraman who are embedded in Durain, who have watched personally and recorded the total obliteration of the world army at the hands of Steppenwolf and his cronies, they are there as the wonders from the previous issue um, exit, enter the battlefield through a portal created by Dr. Fate. And they immediately go about the task of rescuing and healing and recovering people, except for Green Lantern. Green Lantern makes a beeline for Steppenwolf and and is getting some pretty good shots in until Bedlam attacks Green Lantern from behind. Adam sees this, attempts to help Green Lantern, but he in turn is stopped by Bedlam, who then turns his attention, as does Steppenwolf, to Green Lantern and by all appearances beats him to bloody death. So, at that point, Steppenwolf you know, is surveying what he has wrought. He sees the reporter and the cameraman. He gives instructions that the Earth is to surrender obey me and live, resist and die are his his final words basically and in the midst of him giving his ultimatum to the world Brutal attacks him and kills Steppenwolf now in so doing Brutal releases an energy surge that just causes mass destruction throughout the world and we'll see more about that next issue but he is standing in the midst of this font of energy that is pouring out of Steppenwolf's body and the armor and everything that he is wearing is disintegrating until finally we see revealed Superman 
who cries out, Hail Darkseid. So everyone just completely, you know, just poops themselves when they see that Superman is back, but he's back in this way that, you know, nobody was expecting, nobody can really do anything about. And as I said, meanwhile, the Steppenwolf energy force just is um, blowing across the planet in this huge tidal wave of energy, just causing disastrous destruction to the planet. Uh, Hopefully we'll see more about what is going on with Superman, because the last anybody saw of him, he was destroyed when they when he and Batman and Wonder Woman destroyed the main communication tower between the Apocalyptean forces here and their home in their other dimension where Apocalypse is. Um, meanwhile, I, I guess all hope is pretty much lost. We've, we've found through you know all the different iterations that Superman is a very, very difficult dude to stop and it's going to take quite a bit of guile to you know to have any chance of stopping him and even more so with an evil superman who can eavesdrop from you know a billion miles away essentially giving him the ability to to you know read your mind because he can hear and see um the reflexes that he has he can be anywhere almost instantaneously super strength you know all the other the eye beams and the breath and whatever else he's got that's going to be a pretty tough dog to take down. So we're, I think, the Earth Two world is is pretty much shot at this point, short of some sort of saving grace, which we can only hope comes about. Next time out, we have more of the old timey Golden Age Doctor Fate from More Fun Comics, issue fifty eight, cover dated August nineteen forty. And for those of you that may be interested, I neglected to do this previously, but you can find a reprint of that Dr. Fate story in Golden Age Spectre Archives 2003, um, because the Spectre story, or I'm sorry, let me try that again. Golden Age Doctor Fate archives. Okay, I thought it was included in the Spectre archives. There's also a Spectre story in that book. But you can find the story that is in More Fun Comics issue 58 about Doctor Fate in the Golden Age Doctor Fate archives from DC 2007 series, along with uh, about 10 or 15 subsequent issues of More Fun Comics reprinted in that book as well. So if you don't have access to a More Fun Comics 58 copy, that Golden Age Dr. Fate archives should have this story that we have coming up next week. So hopefully that'll give you guys a chance to read it. If not, I'll tell you all about it next time, and I'll talk to you then. Lords of Order is a Teal production, and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative 3.0 unported license. 